0: I'm your BFF, Heather, and I'm also lucky enough to be the host of this show. I'm a perfectly imperfect wife, mom to four, ages ranging from 10 to 24. And in this space, you will hear honest conversation and learn to pivot in life to do all that God is calling you to do. We're in this together, and we are not afraid to do scary things. Hey, beautiful friend. Welcome back for episode number 52. I'm so happy that you joined me for this conversation. Many of you have requested that I spend a little more time on the podcast with some of my longtime BFFs, and I have wanted to cover a topic that is not always easy to talk about, but we're going to, we're going to talk about how to support our friends when times are tough. We've talked about how life is hard sometimes, it's messy And there's some situations that you just, you don't even know where to begin with, but you need to, you know, you need to dig in, plug in and be there for your, your friend. You want to be there for your friend. So today we're going to join my BFF Libba. She is a longtime friend. She was one of my roommates in college and in her twenties, she found herself in a very difficult unfortunate situation that was devastating to not only her but to all of us, all of the people around her. So we're going to go now and join Libba for this conversation. Hey Libba, I'm so glad you're here. People have asked about my real besties. So here you are, one of my real besties. Well I am happy to be here. It's kind of sad we have to, you
1: know, talk on a podcast and To catch up, as much, but yeah, yeah, got to get
0: you to Nashville. <laughs> know, here we are. Okay, well, we uh, we wanted to talk about right now. I'm. Um, I want to spend some time on how we can best support our BFFs and all different situations in life. And I mean, we we have a lot of different unique situations. Each of us and your your experience was especially unique. I feel like to the age that we were at the time. For sure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I think so. So can you kind of walk us what was going on during that time period, what your age and, and what was going on in life? Right. Yes. Well, um,
1: of course, you know, Rob was my high school sweetheart. So we got married very, very young, um, because he was what, 23, I was 20. And, wanted to be married a few years, four or five years before we had children, and um, I was pregnant with Rob in 1997, and we had told our parents that I was pregnant, but, you know, I didn't tell you, I didn't tell, you know, no, but I, I was under that, I don't know, my sister had done it, so I thought I had to, but it was like, you wait three months before you tell anybody that you're pregnant, so, um, yeah, we were just kind of living the life in the Delta, having fun. And I was working for Baxter Healthcare, and Ron was running the car dealership. And we always had a shutdown in July for two weeks. And it was a good time to go on vacation. So that's kind of why we planned our vacation of going uh, to Tennessee. And it's funny, I look back now, I kind of wonder... Um, because we were going to go to Colorado and the plane tickets were so expensive and we like I, both, both of our really good friends were in Tennessee and he wanted to go fly fishing. So I think that's why we chose. Cause we could drive up there and spend the you know weekend with them and see them and do a little bit of fly fishing. So,
0: yeah. Mm-hmm. So I did not know that, that, that the option of going to Colorado was on the table at the time. I don't think I've ever heard that. So y'all plan the trip with, another BFF and her husband mm-hmm. and, and mm-hmm. y'all went out. What, what river did you go to? I can't remember. Teleco. Teleco. He had talked to another car dealer
1: around that area and had said to go there. It's kind of funny. Like, I don't, I don't know if they saw a single fish that day. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. July 4th. And uh, yeah, it was crazy. Cause it was a, beautiful day. Like Allison and I, I mean, we were, I can remember laying out on rocks in the middle of the river and just gorgeous. And, um, in the mountains, it just storms blow up like just from nowhere. And so it was just kind of crazy how it was so pretty blue skies. And then, you know, all of a sudden things just changed very, very quickly.
0: So, yeah. So what happened? What, what exactly, it's been so long I can't remember
1: exactly what happened we um Allison and I like I said we had dropped them off at some point and they were fishing and we were catching up um on things and the the wind kind of started blowing and I was like hmm and we had the car so we it was a suburban and we drove to pick them up and literally when we drove to pick them up trees were starting to fall in the river and I'm like oh my word and so we got in the back seat and the guys hopped in the front seat and literally I don't think we had gone you know 25 yards and the tree fell on the car um so it just of course, we were all shocked, very shocked, and you know, of course, broken glass everywhere. And so we immediately started calling each other's names. And I was sitting behind Rob, who was driving, and we—he didn't answer. And as soon as we kind of came to to look, realize, and I'm, and I knew at that point because I mean, there's there's no way anybody could be alive up under a seat that was completely you know, smushed. Um, so, and I had lea- actually leaned over and was looking in between the passenger and the driver's seat going, oh my goodness, what is going on? And that's how only my shoulder got broken. And I just, you know, I kept saying, you know, like Rob, baby Rob has to be here for a reason because if I would have been just looking you know, out the window to my left, or something like that. I, there's no way I would have made it either. But it just because I was leaning over trying to look between there,
0: so we, um, so you were uh, leaning all, over in the back seat trying to look between the the two front seats yeah, when the tree the, fell,
1: basically over the console, right?
0: Okay, and um, so
1: that's how I got it because that like literally, the, my left shoulder was broken. Um, so, and then the, you know, we all had cuts, all this kind of stuff, but we climbed, finally figure out how to climb out the back of the Suburban and we're calling for help. And yeah, I think I was totally in shock and Allison, she didn't know I was pregnant and we, you know, I was like, oh my gosh, I'm going to be raising a child by myself. <laughs> and she's like, what? And I just remember her screaming and I was just like, I, I couldn't. And say anything um and then the I think the ambulance finally got there I have no I was some things I don't really remember correctly but so they, how, how
0: who contact contacted the ambulance I guess Mike did okay I, I guess Mike called uh or it was, it was several
1: trees down on that road. Like I know some, there were some campers, um, I don't know if it's like a boy scout troop or something or something up the mountain. And I think people came behind us. And so maybe it was one of them that okay. saw what had happened. And of course, the road was blocked so nobody could get down and it could have been one of them. And it took, I uh, okay. I do remember now. It took forever to get the ambulances up there because there were so many trees and stuff down on the road. Mm-hmm. Um, So it took a while, and um, I just remember the sweetest, I need to look back, I would love to write that guy today, the sweetest EMT, you know, literally came and just sat there with me, and so when they came and they were like, you know, he didn't survive, and I was like, well, I kind of already knew that, but he wrote me a letter after all of this, and just... um, I think maybe he had a young family or something, and it really touched him. But yeah, so they put Rob in one ambulance, and then us in another one. And Allison and Mike rode with me. And um, I could yeah, I can remember almost yeah, getting sick, going down the mountain, just like with the twist and her, and I'm like, oh my lord, where, where am I going? <laughs> yeah. But then we went to the hospital and they just had to x-ray me you know check me out and I, just, I remember being freaked out and not <clears throat> not wanting x-rays because I was like I'm pregnant <laughs> you cannot, you know so at that point my focus went to my baby you yeah know? like yeah like I have to to do whatever I can do to protect I didn't know if it was a boy or girl at the time so yeah
0: I mean isn't that amazing That's though pr- with all the the just all the chaos going on and all the pain that you were probably in with your shoulder that all Mm -hmm. you were thinking about was your baby like that's such a primal instinct I think don't you oh for sure like that's yeah a mom's
1: a mom Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah before you're actually you know have your child so um yeah it was it was rough and that and that was probably for the first several months one of my I was so scared that of losing my baby you know because it was like the only thing I felt like I had left <clears throat> at the time so you yeah. know I just remember getting the further along I got I just I felt better and better and it was such a good like I think all of us you know Rob's parents my parents all of us it was it gave us something to look forward to right
0: like his, so yeah yeah. So, okay. I'm trying to think back. So you were 24
1: mm-hmm. when that happened? I was 24. Rob was 27. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It just, just been married over four years. Um, you know, had, had dated forever and, uh, yeah, 24. I know Rob actually son Rob is about to be 24 in February. And uh, so I was thinking this weekend, I was like, I cannot believe I was his age, and a widow, a pregnant widow.
0: Right. Basically. I mean, how many women <laughs> at 24 are widows? I mean, yeah, not many. Yeah. It was, it was rough, and I forget. Somebody hooked me up with somebody in
1: Greenville, and it was a girl. I forget her name, but she had lost her husband in a plane crash. Uh. When and she wasn't, you know, obviously wasn't in the crash. It was two brothers that died, and she was pregnant with their second child. And I don't think he even knew she was pregnant, but it was just, it was very helpful. People, you know, just friends. uh, You need to talk to so and so. You need to talk. You know, I can remember thinking, okay, I'm not the only person (laughs) in the world who is who has been through this. Um, So it it was definitely helpful to talk to young people in similar situations, which they, they were few and far between, but it was much better than going I'll never forget after I moved to Jackson and joined the church there and it was a grief group and I had never done like counseling or anything like that and um I was like, well I'm gonna go to the grief group <laughs> so I go meet everybody and there was like 80 and I just you know remember just leaving ball and crying going, why is this you know happened to me you know kind of because they were all
0: so much older
1: they were they had had their life you know Mm -hmm. they were and I was thinking you know of basically what I lost by my future of will I ever have children again will I ever get married again will I you know just you know I can I can remember some thinking if somebody like gave me five million dollars and put me on a cruise and I was like there's nothing that would have made me happy just Mm -hmm. as far it's just grief is grief and it's hard it's really hard oh it's awful
0: it's awful what I mean what role do you feel like your friends played in your life during that time like what was helpful to you and what was not helpful yeah
1: I, I mean friends were huge um I mean, just y'all being there. I mean, I can remember you and Christy sitting beside me on the couch at the visitation. And because I was I remember I remember in the car ride home just thinking about what all like visitation, a funeral and and just overwhelmed going, oh my, like mm-hmm. and so I think I, I just still was in such shock and just having y'all there because I appreciated everybody coming. But it was my real, true friends that made it better, you know. Because, you know, you just calling and going, "Hey, really, how are you?" Not, you know, because I'm a random person. I'm, I'm fine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know?
0: mm-hmm. Yeah, but, I can, um, I can remember you telling me one time. No, <sighs> <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna start crying. <laughs> you made me cry. <laughs> I just remember you telling me that you would go in your closet when you were pregnant and would just sit in the closet and cry. I would like, it was just
1: the smell of his clothes. I can remember getting so mad because when I first came back, I was like, I don't want to see anybody. I don't want to do anything. And it was like, my mom just put me in the bed I just cried I think for like two days and then I I think during the funeral when I got up and left somebody washed our sheets and I was just like oh my lord I was so mad because I was like I could smell him Mm
0: -hmm. that was the worst
1: then after um after it, it, just little stuff like that, it was like just the sound of getting in the shower and a soap or deodorant or stuff like that. But yeah, it was, it was crazy. <laughs> I thought when I sold my house, I was like, I know the people that bought up were like, oh, this woman was psycho because I literally did not move his clothes just because I would want to go in there and just see them. So
0: yeah, uh, I remember it's weird that
1: we all handle it in different ways and uh, you know it's just good like I really you after I had Rob you having me come to you know Meridian and stay with you and you had Anna Blair and I don't know just being accepting and just accommodating I guess
0: you cutting my hair. <laughs> I forgot about that. The haircut. is still my favorite haircut that you've ever had, but
1: No, I have I, like I would get so many People were like, who cut your hair? And I'm like, my friend.
0: <laughs> I'll tell you too. This is I don't know if I've ever told you this, Libba. Mm-hmm. But when and I don't know if you remember this, but I remember we both had babies and you would come mm-hmm. stay with us. And I remember I would hear Rob wake up do you remember me coming into your room and getting Rob so you could go back to sleep
1: yes and you you've you've told me this about yeah
0: putting him in bed yeah so with- I would bring him in yeah. Anna Blair would be in her own bed by herself but I would bring Rob in and put him in the <laughs> bed with us to go back to sleep so that you could go to sleep and and I remember waking up and looking at him and thinking, I just love this baby so much. Like I knew then, I was like, you know what? I could love any child, like any child. You know, that's wild. That's crazy. I mean, that really influenced me with adoption.
1: Yeah. No, I'm it glad. really did. Well, I'm glad, and I just, I think I, I wanted us to be around families with, so that he could see, okay, this is what a family looks like you know and not I don't know I just didn't um it definitely was harder on me than him uh because I um ringing my doorbell um it was definitely harder on me
0: let me pause, pause this I, let me pause it hold on okay yeah yeah and so in what way do you think that it didn't affect like why do you think it didn't affect him
1: well it's because he didn't know um what I think he told me one time we were it's like I think it was like in sixth grade and they were doing genetics and <clears throat> so we went in the attic or you know old pictures because I mean you know Rob looks just like Rob just like Rob <laughs> yes. yes and Rob looks just like Father Rob husband Rob so um we were going through old photos and I mean I just lost it (laughs) like I did just then um because I was just like I'm so sorry you know and he was like he looked at me he goes mom I never knew what to miss he said you knew what you missed but because I never knew it I I don't know yeah yeah it
0: just um sorry
1: (laughs) I must have PMS today or
0: something no this is a hard topic Liv I knew I if I had gotten through this without any tears it was going to be a miracle like I knew that I was going to try my best to for you but (laughs) I knew that it would be a miracle because that was it was just such a horrible horrible time so Okay. Well then I'm trying to think. So Rob, how old was Rob when you met Edwin? He was like two and a half. Yeah. So he,
1: (laughs) yeah, he was like two and a half. I think he maybe turned three right after we, not long after we got married, but um, yeah. So that was, that was all interesting. But yeah funny funny little story on that he would call him Edvin. I think he couldn't say Edwin he would call him Edwin <laughs> <laughs> and um we after I had Janina
0: she started when she started talking she called him Edwin <laughs> so, oh that's so funny instead of Dad, Edwin, her daddy Edwin, Edwin
1: swears he didn't but I promise you I think he had a conversation with Rob and was like you need to call me daddy maybe he didn't I don't know but it was like very soon after that he started calling him daddy you know um so he yeah he definitely was a blessing for sure for sure I'm trying to think of that um what's that country music song the father you didn't have to be or whatever
0: yes yes that's a tear darker yeah and so i think
1: like mm, college maybe i think rob like on father's day wrote him and said you know basically that's how i feel so
0: (laughs) oh liva you're gonna make me cry again that's so sweet That, that is so precious that's, I know.
1: The, That's what my mom was always like. She was
0: like, "If you ever have more children, you're gonna understand." Yeah, household. So. Yeah, yeah. So, so I mean, we're we're gonna fill everybody else in. So, you and Edwin got married, and you had mm-hmm. a daughter. Yeah, Jane mm-hmm. Anna. Mm-hmm. And then, how many years later you had Hallie? yeah she's
1: five years behind janina five years
0: behind so did the girls like at what point did they understand what had happened and that definitely definitely a little older
1: like especially janina because sorry can you hear me heather yes yes i'm sorry uh she um because they're, it's crazy because they're closer in age, Rob and Jananna are, than Jananna and Hallie, and then, and it's funny too, Rob and Jananna look more alike than Jananna and Hallie, and, um, but no, she, oh, when she finally figured it out, and she would get so offended, I can remember her coming home one day, and somebody at school, again, they were studying something or whatever, and people were like, he's your half brother. He's not your full brother. And she's like, no, he is. <laughs> <laughs> and she was so mad. She was like, they're so rude. Like, <laughs> but I was like, well, I mean, I guess technically he is, but that's not the way our kids were raised for sure. So. Right.
0: Right. Yeah. That's, um, but
1: it was tough. It was a struggle. Cause you know, of course I wouldn't have three kids that were, um let's say they were fifth sixth and like eighth or ninth so it was you know hard for them to swallow having a brother all of a sudden and you know him basically I guess spending more time living with their dad um when they would just visit so it was it was the first few years were rocky and that that's a whole nother
0: you could do a whole nother
1: podcast (laughs)
0: That you've been oh, yes. Um, not you know, well, David and I have been married forever, but with my parents, yes, I yeah. know exactly yeah. what you're talking about. It's and just I mean, it, it,
1: it's like, and I, my stepchildren are wonderful, amazing people, and uh, so that's what I'm saying. I think it's hard for anybody. I heard one time I can remember, um, on the radio hearing uh, someone was talking about, and they said. For as long as you are not in a child's life it takes that long for you to be a true part of their life I don't know if you've ever heard that but I thought that, uh, that stuck with me
0: wow no I've <laughs> never heard that I've just always heard that second marriages have such a low survival rate if yeah. there are children involved I have heard that yeah
1: yeah no it's uh so, I'm, I'm, so I said I was what 14 15 so I'm like oh great she's gonna be like 30 before she was <laughs> anyway
0: it, um, yeah it, it, was, good. it that, was that that is a whole nother podcast episode <laughs> <right>? <laughs> uh, so, but what man. do you like what do you think is the best way to love on someone who's going through because I think a lot of people don't know what to say Libba I mean they just no
1: you know what and I and it's funny and my first mother-in-law um which you know we still have been so close with them and and Rob's family and all that I just remember her going to a funeral I think a child another child and and you know he was like in his 20s and committed suicide and I remember her saying she, she was like you know we know what that feel like feels like but she just said I'm so sorry you're having to go through this. Yeah. And I was like, that is the best thing you can say to somebody because, you know, people want to, you know, what was the standard? We're praying for you. We're thinking about you, you know, and, and that means a lot because prayers do mean a lot. Um, letters. I, I probably still have somewhere letters. And, and I mean, I, I bet I got 200 letters from just people and um who either knew me or i and it, it would be people i had not talked to since high school or people in the car business that we had gone on a trip with or you know whatever but those the emt i mean i would i would just go back and i would have my pity party and just sit there and cry and read the letters and you know it was just kind of my grieving process but and you know, I guess giving people their space also. Cause I can remember some days and especially after I had Rob and I had postpartum, I'm sure, and just getting in the bathtub and just crying and people coming over wanting to see them and you know, life is great. And I just wanna go, it's not <laughs> right. Life is not great. So I think I definitely think allowing people to grieve is is a big deal and just being there and helping and it and if somebody is like a single mom you know help him with the child you know my mom kept rob uh, what two days a week when I worked and then I had somebody come to the house and sit with them. but it just yeah you know my, my parents were awesome you know that yes um, they were awesome So, and just, yeah, like I said, you invite me for the weekend and just get me away and laughing and having fun and get my mind off of it. So it's just, it's, you know, it's time for everything. (laughs) Time to laugh, time to cry. Ecclesiastes.
0: Um, (laughs) It all goes back to Ecclesiastes, (laughs) Liva. And some of the times I don't, yeah, some of the seasons are not fun, but yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um and then i am talking about getting you on know, Baba verses then, but Marcia Tyndall who had she sang at my wedding, she sang at Rob's funeral, and just a great Christian lady. And she would just um every week send me something. It could be like a card and and the, the most prevalent thing I remember her sending me was Jeremiah 2911 for a you know i know the plans i have for you and it was like a little laminated deal that on a magnet and i put it on my refrigerator and i was just like that was my to this day that's my verse because yeah.
0: you, know, you know god's got you <laughs> but you're exactly right when when nobody else does he does
1: mm-hmm. yes yeah, so, wow yeah. Libba. I think, um what else i mean just being a friend like I said you know and trying to relate and yeah
0: because there are so few people that can say I know how you feel right because they they really didn't I mean especially if you had you know older ladies that would say that they really didn't know how you felt they really they really
1: did not Mm
0: -hmm. um And then
1: when I moved to Jackson and (laughs) met this crazy, I was pharmaceutical rep at the time and met this girl in a doctor's office who was divorced young. She didn't have a child, but she introduced me to all these other friends. And and it was like, I think only one of the other, like her husband had died, but she didn't have children. And then the uh, others were divorced. Um, My good friend Bridget had, sarah beth who was a little bit kind of like anna blair just a little bit older than rob and it was just so good that just okay wednesday night us or we would pick each other up to go to church you know so um i think just finding your people you know yeah and, and be, having people to do stuff with but it was i think definitely healthy for me to move to a bigger city because in a small town i'm looking around. At, everyone married and you know that was by that supper club and bunco and
0: mm. all that stuff I, I didn't like, even think about
1: that Libba I never thought I, I about was that. like the only one who you know was a widow with a child and so mm. I, I knew that it was I needed to to get out for my mental health I needed to leave and it was it was a good thing because who knows I've never may not have met Edwin so anyway life's crazy
0: life life is crazy you don't ever know what's coming do you
1: yeah no you definitely you definitely do not so I know a lot of these people who like literally have every single thing planned out and 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 I was like that before I, I think I told you when we were seniors in high school before I graduated like Rob and I planned to get married after two years of college and it and then you know once again it was like I planned okay I want us to have a child around five years of marriage and up until then um I I told one of my good friends um another good friend I can remember telling her like (laughs) before that happened probably the worst thing that I I could have imagined is not making cheerleader (laughs) right (laughs) And I was just like, I, I had been very lucky that I had, a, you know, almost too good of a life. And then all of a sudden it's like, whoa, I'm not in control here and God is. And so it's like, that's where faith comes into play of he's got a plan for me. Um, may not be my plan, but he's got a plan. So, um Yeah
0: yeah so and do you do you feel like I mean I know this I'm sure it has just made you so much more empathetic towards people
1: no totally you know and I, I don't know if you know this but the craziest thing so when Rob was in high school and you know he was very into football and all that wanted to switch to a public school to play football and so I you know, took a job, literally the school he wanted to go to was a mile from our house, and so I ended up being an assistant teacher at that, at an elementary school for him to go to Madison Central, and the teacher I worked with, you know, they just pair you with somebody, and her husband had a brain tumor, and she had three girls, and he died while I was working with her and just a fabulous person, very, you know, fabulous person. And I can just I was like, it, it was such a God thing that we were put together. Cause I can just remember looking at her like during, you know, snack time and she would just be over there with just like tears. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, it really um and we still keep in touch. In fact I texted her this morning, but um it's just weird. It's weird how you are put in situations where you need
0: to be. Oh, and, Liv, I always you know. say God always positions you where he needs you the mm-hmm. most. And it, sometimes it takes you a while to figure that out what the reason is. Right. Yeah. I really believe that. I mean, I, he always positions you where he needs you the most. Yeah, no, he, he totally does.
1: So he, um, yeah, scary. Scary to me these days. I feel like religion is less and less of a thing, and I don't. I don't know. And it could be that I'm in a bigger city now and all different. But it, I really worry for people who who don't have a faith.
0: Oh um, gosh, I do too, bit And the thing I think people are so busy now trying to be politically correct, yes, and yes. not offend anyone that yes. they kind of put Jesus on the back burner.
1: No, they totally do. And I can't and I and honestly, I mean, that got me through my toughest time was knowing, okay, one day I will see him again. You know, but imagine people, you know, losing somebody and you die and you think, Okay, well that's it. (laughs) I have nothing to look forward to. So Right. um, You have to have hope. You have to have hope. You have to have faith and you have to have hope. And I don't think if you have either one life is definitely a, a big time struggle so I agree it's like I think so many people these days think they can control everything and it just it doesn't especially when you have children um, yeah
0: yeah we're just, gonna we're gonna come back <laughs> on for another episode about children <laughs> how about that yeah, that's a whole new thing
1: so uh, yeah we
0: love our children but we could we could talk about lot of different aspects, didn't we? I don't
1: don't know. We we totally we totally
0: can. (laughs) I love you so much. Thank you for doing this and coming on. Well, I know. Thank you.
1: Well, I hope I didn't cry too much all the way through. That you can't understand what I'm
0: saying. Yes, you can. (laughs) You're you're perfect. If we knew that some tears were probably gonna fall, so we'll do it again. You have to promise me you'll come back and do this again. Uh, For sure
1: will. So anyway, good, good to catch up and uh, come to Nashville soon, please.
0: Yes. We'll talk soon. Thanks again for tuning in. If you enjoyed this episode or have benefited in any way, please go to Apple podcasts, leave a review. It would mean the world to me. Also take a moment and be sure and subscribe because we have a lot of exciting events coming up and you are not going to want to miss out on anything Come say hello on social media. Stop by Instagram. It's at Life Coach BFF. Facebook at Life Coach BFF. And also, we have started a small private group full of lovely women like you. It's called We Are Your BFFs. Come join. We'd love to have you. Can't wait to see you again next time. This is your BFF Heather from Life Coach BFF Show.